welcome to Relational Introvert, a podcast about the often overlooked people and leadership strengths of the quiet ones. I'm Nancy, and I look forward to sharing stories and lessons from my life, plus inviting other relational introverts to share theirs. This is very much a journey. It's a path to understanding ourselves and the diversity of people around us. So join me every Monday, and let's see where this road leads. In today's episode of Relational Introvert, I am really excited to have a good friend of mine join me, Jeff Abraham. Jeff and I have known each other, I think it's 20 years. I feel like it's, yeah, over 20 years we've known each other. So I actually consider Jeff more than a friend. I I see him as a brother. So I'm really excited to have him join this conversation with me. So welcome, Jeff, to this podcast. Thanks a lot, Nancy. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. So before we jump into a conversation that we'll have today, why don't you share a little bit about yourself with everyone else who's listening in? Uh, Sure. So uh, I'm a person that has worn many different uh, hats over the years, but the one that I uh, have been consistently doing is whether being a volunteer or being a volunteer manager or leader, that's one thing. And then the other thing is just being the son of immigrant parents. Uh, one of the things that I love is learning, not just because I had to get straight A's, uh, whether it's trying to learn new facts or ideas or languages um, or experiencing something new like cultures and foods. Uh, the world is so uh, huge and it's important to kind of experience it in the best way possible. One other thing that you and I share outside of the whole immigrant parent piece, like children of immigrants, is we talk a lot about our introversion quirks. And so that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on this episode. We have some inside jokes around what are those quirks that we have. And I know you and I can laugh about it and the people that know us can laugh about it. (laughs) So I'm curious if you had to really uh, pick one or two that you really associate with, like the quirks that you would say, yeah, these are the introverted things about me. What might be a couple of those things? For sure. I think it's just, it's funny because we all have these assumptions about introverts, <laughs> but I think one of the things is for sure, I, I do I enjoy spending time with one or two people. I do not like the big group gatherings. Uh, for me, that's not my uh, niche or the area that I'm interested in all the time. So uh, definitely, I think that's something that I like to do. And sometimes I do. I do shy away from sometimes when there's group gatherings to be like, eh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be there today. But, <laughs> uh, but other times, like, we want to have the ability to make the choice to know whether we want to join something or not. Right. Uh, so as much as people think that this time that we're in right now is an introvert's heaven, it's not <laughs> because we don't have a choice right now. <laughs> So, yeah. Well, it's funny because I actually was talking to an extrovert recently and we were looking at this time that we're in right now. He's feeling depleted. Mm. That's one thing I don't feel. Like I don't feel depleted from an energy perspective. I miss being able to really spend time in that in that close-knit way with family and with friends, but I don't I don't feel a sense of depletion which he did. He's like, I'm feeling depleted. I feel like my energy reserves are at an all-time low. And he's like trying to find ways to keep busy, stay connected so he can keep filling up that that energy reserve. And I was like, I'm actually pretty charged up. Like I, <laughs> I'm ready you to feel? go. <laughs> right? 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like it's one of those things where like it, it's dependent on the day, right? Like some days you're like, oh, I'm so glad to be home right now, <laughs> and then other days you're just kind of like, no, like I need to get out of here. I want to be around people, and not just around people that are standing in line at Costco, something like that. You want to you want to be around people that you know. Hey, Costco people love you, but. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but you want to be around people that you know and you care about, that you interact with, that you can have fun with, you can laugh, you can joke, you can be serious with, you know? So um, that's the important part. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I know, I know what that person means. Everybody's different. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, you and I have talked about that before, this idea of being bucketed all together. And, and I think anybody who's in any group, I'm sure the extroverts would say this about themselves too, right? That we get painted in a certain picture. And it's true that we tend to have these generalities about groups and introverts definitely have that as well, where we get plugged in all together is that we all operate the same way. And yeah. it really, that's not it. Our similarities really come around our energy, like what drives our energy, where we get energy from. But you'll find us in all walks of life. Yes. People assume... Uh, a lot of things about introverts and so that's one of the things I was talking to a friend about is just where I get my energy from and that's the important thing like I get my energy from being on my own uh, or with one or two people uh, I don't get it from being around a large group of people um, and that's important to kind of recognize as well. I, and as you're talking about that I wonder what are the implications of when we talk about that that the individual component and the energy where that comes from what are the implications of that for a leader? Mm -hmm. What is the implication of that when we think about teamwork? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Because you lead, you've led teams in the past, you're leading one now, so I'm curious what you think. Yeah, so uh, I, I think it's, you have to know the different people. I, I, I think that's the important thing to recognize about introverts too, is kind of what you're talking about. We're on a spectrum. Right, so uh, some of us are closer to the extroverts sometimes, and some of us are closer to the extreme introverts that need, I need my own office that has closed doors, that has a white noise machine on, and nobody disturb me, right? right. Um, and so you have to get to know who's on your team, and depending on who's on your team, that's gonna lead how you interact with them. Uh, so one of the things in my introversion is I feel like I'm, being, I'm good at adaptability in that way, because uh, I'm able to kind of learn about your style and what works for you and then try to work off of that. And I think that's something that introverts do because we we step back and we just pause and think a minute about what's happening and think, oh, okay, maybe this is a pattern that I'm seeing. Maybe I should do this differently. So I think that's something that I've found with leaders who are introverts and even in me, you know, leading teams is uh, connecting with people, uh, but understanding them and not pigeonholing and saying, this is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to do. You know, uh, it's saying, oh, Nancy, you like doing this. So I'm going to try and make sure that I'm conscious of what I do for you so that you can get energy out of get that, that interaction. And right. with this other person who's an extrovert, they need to be out there. They need to be around, uh, you know, a lot of people. So, well, let's go to a coffee shop and talk at a coffee shop because that's going to get you to be able to process properly. Right. So, Finding the groove for the team is dependent on who's on the team. As you were talking about that, I do wonder, I don't know that I necessarily thought of that as an introvert strength, but that ability to individualize, I suppose, could be for quite a few introverts a strength because 
to your point, like most, most of us prefer the smaller group and the getting a little bit deeper in the conversation. Yeah. And so to do, when you do that, you learn more about that person. And so then we, that ability to kind of keep that in mind. And so when we then recognize something, it's a very specific recognition. I was actually chatting with someone recently and he said he had just as part of the conversation had shared that he's an introvert. And one of the things that over the course of getting to know him that I realized is a great strength of his was whenever he would comment on something, whether, you know, on social media and he would actually proactively link other people. So he would say, Jeff, you would resonate with this because of yes. xyz and he would like really pick out some very specific things yeah. that he was able to call out and they were meaningful they were not generalities in the right. way that they were said that's so right. as you're talking about that he's the person that's coming to my mind but then i can think of others who are good at that to be able mm. to pick up on those things and i feel like if a leader who does that is somebody that people can find a great connection with because they yeah. know that this person has heard them hundred percent. And I think that's one of the misconceptions that people have about leadership, right? Is that, and I found that too, where people kind of think, oh, you need to be an extrovert to be a leader. Uh, you need to be out there and put yourself out there. You need to be at the big table, uh, you know, and so that's not necessarily the case. Sometimes you need to be able to step back and say, hey, what is going on here? What do I really need to do? Not just what people are telling me to do, but what really needs to happen in this moment. And what are the other factors in this moment right now? Um, so it's 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 definitely a skill that's acquired over time, and maybe not all introverts have it, but it's something that I find in introverts for sure. If the ability to go deep and that introspection piece probably just makes it a bit more natural, might be the word, but just the sense that like makes it easier perhaps to be yes. able to stay attuned to that to that piece. Mm -hmm. I know that one of the things that you shared like a few times as you were, you've been reading that book, Quiet, it's by yeah. Susan Cain, and it's this book that's really about introverts. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how far you've gotten in it, because I know it's a pretty thick book. Yes. I'm curious to find out, like, what are you uncovering through that that's also helping you on a personal level, whether it's understanding yourself or even if it's, like, looking outward and recognizing what, what am I actually seeing in the world around me yeah. that resonates as I read, read these pieces. There's a lot of things that are really fascinating about the book. I, I think uh, the one thing was just a re it's it's a reminder, and sometimes you forget about this, but that it, that um, the variance of introversion, right? Um, that's something that I've really taken away from that is because I know I'm an introvert, but I'm like I'm a middle I balance with the E kind of thing, you know. So I'm not I'm definitely not a far I, so I would never say that I'm a far I. And we, we travel on the spectrum at different points in our lives, right? Um, and so for me, I definitely lean towards the extroversion of the introvert, which I think allows me to be this uh, relational introvert, this social introvert. But there's people that are on the other far extreme, and I, I actually forgot about that. So reading about that uh, and seeing you know far extreme introverts, uh, sorry, I'm not, not far extreme introverts, but like, farther to being actually a full eye introvert, that helped me to understand, oh wow, okay, so I'm this kind of introvert, this is another type of introvert. There's nothing wrong with either of them, it's just different ways that we are. Um, and maybe how we've processed as we've grown up, this is how I would like to be. So uh, I think that's definitely one thing. There's a lot of very other fascinating things, but 
the other thing that was interesting is uh, near the end they talk a little bit more just about recognizing differences and cultural differences with introversion. So what's something that might come across as uh, you would think as an introvert, like I feel for an introvert, is actually just a cultural norm because of how they place uh, values and cultures about introversion. And, you know, and usually that's within um, more communal uh, type societies uh, versus an individualistic society. Uh, so the communal societies tend to value silence. They tend to value introspection and not having those uh, out loud emotions and outbursts. Uh, and of course, that can be taken um, in many different ways as well. So it's important to kind of like value and understand that when you're going across cultures as well, um, as an introvert, you actually should pick up on some of the introvert views that you already have and kind of go with those as you're in that culture. So. Yeah, those are like I think those two have kind of helped me to navigate even within teams, right? Because uh, even you could be from you know we're from similar cultural backgrounds, but even how you and I are as people is very different. So how we need to relate to each other, how you and I relate, can be different from somebody from even our same cultural background, right. uh, even if they're an introvert. So it's it's just recognizing people are people. They come from collective stories that they've built up in their lives, and you need to work with that. I didn't think about the cultural aspect of it, but it's true. The cultural aspect, when we think about, we talk a lot about nature versus nurture. And so that is a big component of our story. What has brought us to where we are right now, how we choose to respond, why we choose to respond that way. And yeah, that's actually a good point that some of it fits better with the introverted side of things some of it fits better with the extroverted side of things so it kind of it's it's an interesting way to look at it i wonder what this conversation might be like if we were to have it with someone who does not have as much of a north american context 100%. around it whether this would even be a surprising conversation it's kind of like uh, if, if fish could talk and we could tell ask them to speak about their surroundings and be like how's the water they wouldn't even know it's water because that's just what they're in you know, right. so for people who are introverts within cultures like this, sometimes they may not recognize that as an introvert value, um, and yet it is. When you introduced yourself, you talked about the volunteer space being yeah. a big piece of who you are, what you've done from a, for a very long time. So the nonprofit space, the work around social, I, I, social work, social justice, those are things that you've been involved in for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, do you feel that you're the way you operate like this whole this conversation around introversion do you think that has that that leads you more into that side of the work or just or how does that fit into the work that you do as well yeah i i think um it's interesting right so again for people that are in leadership positions if you think about it um we have to like leaders have to sell the organization and get people to donate time donate money donate ideas and thoughts so that we can kind of progress and get better, right, and move forward. So uh, there's many different ways that people can volunteer. It's just how they use their resourcing. Uh, but people then tend to say, okay, then, well, for the upfront leader, you know, the, the main leader or, you know, the top leaders, they need to have those extroverted characteristics and abilities. And um, it's not always true, right? Uh, I think that for introverts, again, 
like us or you know, other people, we have that ability to be able to go up in front of a group. We have that ability to be able to sell. And I think it's because we have that um, ability to kind of take a minute, pause, read the audience, take it in and be in the moment and just take it in. You're able to kind of, okay, what do I need to do here to adapt to this group of people uh, to kind of talk about what I'm, I'm here? This is something that I'm passionate about. I love uh, what I'm doing and I want you to be passionate about it, but I don't want to come off across as like me trying to sell you something, you know? I want you to be able to see and tap into what's inside you and um, say, oh, you know what, that resonates with me. Um, and so I think that sometimes uh, we can get introverts who are the leaders that are able to step in in those moments and just say, step back for a minute, right? And kind of sell, because I don't know, you think about sometimes like, this is like characteristic used car salesperson, right? And just the sleazy taxes that they can use. Um, and you know, that's how people sometimes would see even people in the volunteer sector, we're trying to sell you something or the nonprofit sector, want you to give us your money, right? But it's about relationships. Uh, like the only way that I can get you to be part of anything that we do is if you trust me. And if you understand why I'm doing what I'm doing, then you might be inspired to say, well, how do I get involved in giving my time, giving my money, giving my space to you uh, and helping you to succeed in the work that you're doing? Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's an interesting thing that people kind of assume oh, you should be an extrovert to be a leader, um, but you don't need to be. Um, you just need to be able to lead the organization, the areas that you're going into. Even when we talk about sales, I, you know, having been on the sales side of things in, in different organizations in the past or supporting the sales functions even, I feel that sales has a bad rep because of exactly what you said, right? Like the quote-unquote, quote like the sleazy tactics. And I've always thought of sales as to your point, relational. It is yeah. so relational, like true sales is relational. Yeah. So if I think about my experiences purchasing, the big purchases that we've made, the person who I dealt with mattered. And I the difference between someone who was salesy versus mm -hmm. someone who's relational, it's very obvious, right? Yeah. And so I feel that the understanding of the why that you talked about is the key thing. So as you were talking, what really brought together for me the similarity between an introvert and extrovert really would be your conviction behind something. Part two of my conversation with Jeff will be available next Monday, May 11th. We'll get into topics like decision-making and the power of the language we choose to use. We'll also talk about the idea of being shy versus quiet confidence as introverts. So don't miss out. Be sure to listen in on May 11th. Hey, thanks for joining me for another episode of Relational Introvert. If you liked what you heard and you're curious about what's next, be sure to listen to new episodes every Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and more. And if you know someone else who might enjoy this podcast, please share it with them too.